Hi, welcome to the Be Beautifully You podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Wickham. I am a woman passionate about being who you were created to be. My goal is to help women and even men step more confidently into who they are through life applications and step-by-step guides to help you find your purpose. I am here to use my heart and passion to help you rediscover your passions so that you can start living the life that you dreamed of and become your best self. So join me and my special guests as we have conversations around topics I believe need to be discussed more for overall self-improvement. Hi everyone. Thanks for joining the Be Beautifully You podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Wickham. I am so sorry that it's been a few months since I've produced a podcast. And let me just kind of tell you what's been going on in my life. Um, I have been going through a huge season of loss and grief. Um, I have lost a close friend of mine and a pastor of ours um, and my father. And then most recently, we had to put my dog down. So to say that I'm going through a season of grief would be very accurate. And so I was thinking about the podcast and what I wanted to talk about next. And I think that I want to talk about how we can still find our purpose and go after our purpose in life after experiencing such profound grief. So after losing someone or something important, many questions come to mind. They may sound like this. Who am I now that my life has changed? Where do I go from here? How do I find purpose again? How do I find joy again? There's a lot of soul searching involved in answering any of these questions. And typically, it takes putting a bit of distance between you and the event that changed your life. For example, did you lose a loved one? Was the career you put your heart and soul into ripped out from under you unexpectedly? I've had that happen. Have you been struggling with a health diagnosis that caused you to reevaluate everything? It takes time to grieve losses like these, and I see all the pieces of our life as they are now, rather than how they used to be. We may feel shattered, as if every part of our existence is lying on the floor, scattered into a million pieces that don't ever fit together again. I know that that is something that I've been going through, is when I lost my father, I feel like a part of me is in the very person that I am is scattered into a million pieces and I don't know how to put it back together. You might feel that something is missing and that you won't be able to go on. Here's the truth. Life has changed as it has a habit to do but you are changing along with it, like it or not. 
Now, I can't tell you that I'm through it and I know all the answers because I don't, but I'm sharing with you things that I've been pondering on for the past few weeks. It's true. Life changes all the time. And like it or not, we adapt to those changes. <clears throat> it's something that just naturally happens. You're not alone. The fact is most people struggle to answer the same questions at times like this. But deciding how to find purpose in life again is something that you get to choose to do when the time feels right. The first and most important aspect of finding purpose in life is to get in touch with your self-compassion. That means to be kind and gentle with yourself. Whenever you are feeling that things are hard to do what you want to do. You need to have patience with yourself. Because the road to finding life purpose takes you up hills and into valleys, around bends, and past blind driveways. Consequently, you must be compassionate so you don't drive yourself into a ditch. You need to be compassionate with yourself. Believe me, it's going to be hard sometimes. When you think about doing new things and meeting different people or breaking out of hibernation, you may become anxious or afraid. I want you to sit with that until you can redirect those feelings into something that motivates you to take small steps beyond what you might feel comfortable with. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror. The next part is to find your purpose through self-reflection. This is the part that takes the courage and the willingness to dig deep and to discover who you are now that things have changed. Many of our qualities and characteristics may be the same as before. However, you might feel a bit wobbly or broken. For instance, you may have been greatly confident, so confident before. And now that these things have happened, you might not be so sure of yourself anymore. Or you may have been super strong in decision making. And now you can't seem to make a choice because you're afraid you're going to make the wrong one. None of these wonderful qualities are gone. You merely need to bring them back to the surface. Dust them off. Polish them up. And find a way for them to fit back on like a glove again. Another important element in finding life purpose, or perhaps for the first time, is to become firmly grounded in what is most important to you right now. Like like a relationship. Have you ever been in a relationship for a long time or stayed at a job for many years or had friends and family that you could rely on 
and that drain your energy. Often, a lot of times actually, this happens because we've compromised our core values and we've lived with what someone else thinks we should do. <clears throat> this could be many different people. Could be a spouse or a friend or a manager or a pastor. And you keep doing what you do to keep the peace. Or because you believe that they wouldn't like, trust, love you. A lot of it stems from us wanting to feel liked. We want to feel trusted. I want to feel trusted in my job every day. I want my boss to trust that I'm going to get done the things that I need to get done. And it's human nature to want people to love us. That's just how we were created. Especially after a major event in your life that causes you deep grief and even changes your life so profoundly that's when you need love and trust and you want people to like you and it is the best time to reevaluate what we care about so you need to ask yourself what is important to you? Who are you at the core of yourself? What are your values? What are your passions? Spend time thinking about all these things and the things that make you tick and the things that bring you joy. Just like we've talked in the other podcasts, make a list of those things. Make a list of those core values that you want to live by. And then pick five of them. These will be your guide. Because when you bump every choice against this list, you will make good decisions, sound decisions. This becomes foundational for you to find a new purpose now that things have changed. Or to continue on the purpose that you already have. That you know. When you're ready to take small steps forward, it's time to let your imagination run a little bit wild. At this point, you have identified what things that make you unique and you know without a doubt what your core values are now imagine what would what you would like your life to be like beyond the grief and the loss that you've experienced <clears throat> what do you love to do what are you super good at now put the two together and come up with what you're good at and love to do. What makes you tick? Those are the things that make you tick. 
for a lot of people, the feeling that your life has purpose and meaning translates into serving others. It may even mean fulfilling a need in your family or your community or your world or your church. So take the time to think about what you are really good at, what you really love to do, and maybe something that fills a need at the same time. This is when you become the solution for something or someone. This is purpose. If you are also looking to use your skills and your talents and your gifts and your gifts to support yourself and family, then add into this mix what you are good at, love to do, fills a need for someone, pays you what you love to do. Then you're going to write your purpose down once you have it. I mean, write it down big and bold. And put all the details of every aspect of your vision of your purpose down. Write it all down. Describe who you are as you show up in the vision. Then who you are with what you are doing, how it feels to you, how you're helping others. You will feel the power of this if you write it as though it has already happened and you are in it right there, right now. I love, oh my goodness, I cannot remember her name at the moment. Huh. Anyways, she puts out this and I will probably need to look this up but she puts out this journal um every year oh my goodness I want to say it's um you know girl wash your face uh Hollis Rachel Hollis yes it is Rachel Hollis she puts out this journal every day and she um She has you put in there your goals. It's called Start Today, the Start Today Journal. And it's putting your goals in. And it's like the way you write your goals is the way you write things down is like they've already happened. So my goal in five years, I'm going to write, thank you, Lord, that I have a wine bar, and that I am serving my community every day in this way. You write things as if they've already happened. It's like writing a prophecy of your life, believing it before doing it. And that's what you need to do. The biggest part of finding your purpose and going after your passions is believing it for yourself. You need to believe that At this time, I'm going to be this way. I'm going to be doing this because this is what I was created for. So you need to write down your purpose, write down every aspect, all your vision, as if it had already happened, as if you are in it right now.
Now, we talked about this before. I'm going to bring it up again. None of this can happen if you do it alone. Remember, you need to surround yourself with people who are going to support you in finding your purpose in life. People who are on the same track. I surround myself with other purpose-driven mindset people. Because I know as I support them in them finding their purpose and their passion for their life, that they're going to do the same for me. You don't want to be surrounded by people who are going to drag you down, who are not going to support you. It's, you will get nowhere. You need to surround yourself with other people who have the same mindset as you. A growth mindset, a mindset of doing what you were created to do. Not only is it easier when you get input from them and feedback from them, but it's a lot more fun to bounce our ideas off of other people. And then they might give you some really good tips or some really good ideas that you haven't even thought about. And also, when you're trying to do this while you're going through grief, it's really good to surround you with these people that will continue to push you forward and will love you through your grief. Because that's what we need. We need love and we need support, especially when we may have lost sight of who we are because of what has been done to us or what has happened in our life. And like I said before, these are your people that you want in your inner circle. My husband and I are really big on the whole inner circle, outer circle, middle circle people. And the outer circle people tend to be our people that we move to our ministry. That's our ministry circle. But I like to call our inner circle our personal... um, like board of directors because they are going to be the ones that help us get out of our rut. They're the ones that are going to help us uncover our best qualities and characteristics. They're going to throw around all the values that we could live by and they're going to help us to focus on those five values that we pick and they help you to see things in a different way it is a team of trusted advisors who can help you uncover this purpose in your life who can help you reach for this purpose even in times of grieving And I got to tell you, I've been lame in this. For the past month, I've been grieving and I haven't been reaching out to my core people. I haven't given it a thought. I've just been sitting in my grief, not moving forward, not really doing anything. No movement has happened. And that's sad. 
And I know that I need to reach out to these people because these people are going to be the ones that are going to help pull me out so that I can keep moving forward. So, talking about moving forward, at this point, it's time to move forward. At this point, we should already know who we are. We should have a good sense of who we are and how we want to show up. What we value, what we want to do that will bring purpose and meaning back into our life. You have all this because you put it on paper. Hopefully you put it on paper. Hopefully you did the actions that you need. And the next thing is you take that piece of paper where you wrote down your five values, where you wrote down the purpose and the vision of that purpose and what it's going to do to help you and help others and you make it come alive it's like putting together an animated film you have something on paper and then you make it come alive but you are the leading actor or actress The best way to move on this is to break down those big ideas into smaller actions because looking at it as a whole might be a little overwhelming, not going to lie. But you want to break these down into smaller things so that it's more manageable, more attainable. Work on the tasks one by one until you can check them off. And then go to the next one and check it off. And then go to the next one and check it off and go to the next one. And make sure that you rely on your personal advisor board to keep you on track and to advise you along the way. And keep revisiting your written vision because it might change and might um, morph into something bigger and something more beautiful. Continue to go back to it. Continue to keep asking yourself if this is still the road you want to go. And you know what? It's okay if it changes. Doesn't mean that you don't know what to do. It is just that your ideas and what you started off with is going to grow into something more beautiful. And the more you let God in, the more that you let other people in to guide you in that, the more beautiful it's going to be. So see, even in time of loss, even in a season of grief, You can still be working on these things. And honestly, working on your purpose during this kind of time in your life is probably the most providential because it will get your mind on to the things that it needs to be and less on the grief that you're feeling. If it's someone that you've lost, 
think about would they want you to stop pursuing your purpose just because they're not here anymore. I know that my friend, Zamika and my father would want me to continue to pursue my purpose. They wouldn't want me to stop just because part of me is empty because they're gone. Because they're not sad. They know where they're at. They're in heaven. And they're watching over me. And they would want me to keep going forward. And that's what I'm going to do. It's not going to be easy. But it is what it is. If you're living with emptiness... feeling as if there's should be more or that you may not like yourself much or even know who you are anymore making choices to move beyond your isolation and find what makes you sing again I'm a music person so I'm just going to say that it's going to make your soul sing again it can be hard and getting some advice may be just what you need And if you need that, I'm here and we can chat and talk about how you can get to the other side so you can live a life with love and it will love you back. Thanks for listening today and I'll see you guys next time.